did you see Orbit on the show, HN? Oh, I did see Orbit, open source now. Okay, so that's a recent development then. Yes, he uh, he just open sourced it yesterday. Oh, wow, okay. I didn't know if it just, someone just posted it to HN and it got big, even though it's been open sourced forever. But uh, I basically spent a little bit of time trying to learn what it is and then gave up and figured I would just defer to you. It's a Andy Matushak project, so I figured you, uh, you've been hearing about it for a while and maybe have a better idea. Yes, but I've only read it once, so I'm a little fuzzy on the details. But I'm ching. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's terrible. No one knows what it is yet, so they don't I, get the joke. Yeah, but they'll find it funny as soon as I explain it. Great, yes. That's how jokes work. People love realizing why they're funny 20 minutes after the fact. <laughs> Well, it is a spaced repetition memory thing. So the goal is to be a framework that helps you learn and remember things over time through spaced repetition, uh, which is why you see now everybody gets it. It's funny because I've only read it once, so I don't know the details. Do you know, it's for like books, right? For eBooks? Well, or for blog posts, it's the, I haven't actually, I've never played around with it except for a couple like articles that use it. Um, okay. th- the most famous one is the quantum country by Matushak and Michael uh, Nielsen. Oh, so this is all built on top of orbit. Yes. Uh, the, yeah, this, the, the part where it like quizzes you occasionally throughout the, throughout the article and asks you to. Uh, if okay. you see if you remember things so everything else is not oh this is slick so everything else is is not part of orbit it's just like hmm, some sort of q a system that also like has some state so it's able to remember whether uh, or not yes i believe so so it'll do something like you're reading about quantum and it asks you a question how many dimensions does the state space of a qubit have mm-hmm. and it tells you the answer is two and you say did you remember it or did you not remember it and then maybe it'll ask you this again this is kind of like Anki cards ask you again in five days and two weeks and one month and two months and long term to see if you remember it over time mm-hmm. uh, so this is basically just part of like Andy Matushak's research project uh, so I don't think it's meant for like public consumption but he was going back and forth about whether to open source part of it or all of it and I guess he decided to open source all of it. But he's trying to do sort of the independent research play where he does HCI-ish research, but not as a professor and not in a company, but just like indie researcher. Mm-hmm. Which is just a great role. I'm glad it exists. Yeah, he's definitely he's try, trying to figure out how to like make money from make it. Or, money. Yeah, yeah, or survive i guess or something he had a he came out with a youtube video that i also watched yesterday that discussed that his the patreon support he has now is basically two-thirds of an entry-level research grant that a professor would get in as like an early career researcher wow which is already which is not a lot of money but is i guess enough to survive yeah yeah i guess there's not uh there's not a huge amount of money in HCI research, uh, for whatever reason, as a rule, you know, in general, people come in and then steal your ideas and then, uh, go and start trillion dollar companies. It's kind of how it goes down in my understanding. 
<laughs> yes, though, I feel like the corporate HCI research world is getting a little better, or like the making a company that involves HCI research mm -hmm. has been increasing. Yes. Right. All the tools for thought stuff are yeah, actually well-funded right. these days. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Andy just needs to start a Rome competitor. I mean, his thing is his uh, note-taking, like, open-source notes system. Maybe it's not even open-source. That one is built... not open-source, yeah. His okay. website. Uh, yes, his website. And also, like, a few other people, uh, like Max Stoiber, who's, like, a uh, pretty famous JavaScript developer who built styled components. Uh, I think he's got like uh, a kind of like notes section on his website as well that is built on top of, uh, uh, you know, Andy's kind of like system. And it's mm -hmm. like a bunch of linked pages uh, that kind of like open up with some slick animations. And you can just like, art, you know, click through it arbitrarily deep. And uh, it was the first kind of thing I saw like that. Uh, I don't know if there's reverse links or whatever, you know, backlinks like they have in Rome, but he was he was on the right track well before Rome arrived on the scene. Yeah, that uh, yeah, his his notes are very cool. This guy, for those who don't know, was like on the original iOS developer team, so he like did the animations and fluid responsiveness of like the first iPhone. Mm -hmm. It is slick. Hmm. I love this animation when you are delving deeply into into your note graph on this website. <laughs> this is notes.andymatushak.org. We'll uh, throw a link to it in the show notes. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see well, if people make cool things out of Orbit. I'm a little skeptical, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, it seems pretty, I don't know. It, it seems pretty marginal. I'm also, I don't, but you know, I could be wrong. And I've never tried to learn quantum computing. I feel like it's it really applies like in particular hmm, kinds of like very complex interwoven fields of knowledge, and it, this is probably a common problem in HCI stuff where they're uh, you know they're wrestling with very hard problems, and so they build tools that you know like power tools that make it easier to learn or you know do harder things uh, that most people don't actually need. Uh, mm. for for day-to-day -day stuff um, i'm also just a little confused about like how quantum country like it didn't ask me to sign in or anything so i don't like i don't know how it's storing my my history like, oh yeah i think it's all local storage okay at least for this article gotcha speaking of local storage uh there was some controversy around apple deleting steve jobs's thoughts on flash did you see this? I just saw that. I don't um, know what it sounds like. The link <laughs> that's submitted as part of this HN post is just a 404 page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because they took down that post. I Based on the, the comments here, it appears that they actually took it down uh, like around 10 months ago, as if I understand correctly, uh, which was within a week of them uh, officially dropping support for Flash. Uh, and then, uh, now, I mean, this, this whole thing just immediately devolved into a flame war about, uh, Apple's war on the modern web and not supporting APIs and trying to destroy the like progressive web app. And so people are saying like, you know, oh, they either took it down because, you know, they'd, they'd just dropped support for flash at the time, you know, 10 months ago after all those years, 
uh, or other people are like, actually, they got rid of this because the thing that Flash is being replaced by is HTML5 Canvas, which uh, Apple is now trying to fight against uh, in order to reinforce their walled garden. So two warring narratives. <laughs> well, that is, uh, I guess that's somewhat expected that it turned into that debate, but for anybody who hasn't read Thoughts on Flash, it is still widely available, although apparently not on an Apple domain. And uh, it's one of the it's one of the all-time great, I mean, maybe not all-time great, but it is a great letter. And it's, it's like, so it's an incredibly clear thinking from like a CEO. I mean, it's Steve Jobs, but it's, I feel like most business people or CEOs uh, don't have this ability to just clearly lay out an argument and thoroughly explain it in ways that everybody will understand uh and i think it's a like i've gone back and like reread it just as uh thinking about how like clear-headed and well-argued the essay is yep i've used the phrase or like you know i've thought to myself like oh yeah you gotta use uh technologies that are in the spring of their life uh, yeah, all the time in my head, and for a while there, for a couple of years, I forgot like where I'd where that came from, and it's uh it's from Thoughts on Flash, and it's yeah. definitely like uh impacted the way I think about choosing tech stacks and stuff. Though of course that uh, philosophy led me to a bunch of decisions that you would completely disagree with, Kenny, because I use uh new technologies that aren't uh terrible and old. Uh, so you go keep on writing your HTML and CSS and not learning React or anything of value. That's, uh, man, this really got got personal fast. Let's switch to a different <laughs> well, story. <laughs> well, if I could just respond to that. I mean, it, it, uh, Steve Jobs in that article suggested that you should use technology that's that's in its spring. And I think you... <laughs> You tend to be a few seasons even early. You you tend to it's like a mid March maybe. Mid, I, I would say far earlier. I would say okay. you you planted the seeds in the fall, and you say these are the, these are the technologies I'm going to use. And it's still and it's winter time, and they haven't even sprung yet. And you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be the big one. <laughs> like all I'm saying is it's going to take me some time to switch over all of my projects from Webpack to. Vite or whatever the new ES build, the entire foundation of modern application bundling is being replaced by like four different projects, like three other competing open source projects right now. And uh, wow, everything is uh, all shot to hell. I'm sure we'll be, well, I'll be mentioning it as those things come up on HN, but uh, it's a crazy like uh, feeding frenzy, not feeding frenzy. It's just like everything's being turned on its head right now in the uh, in uh, a lot of modern web development new wow. frameworks coming out every day i'm very happy that i don't know about it at all yeah it must be nice it's kind of fun it's like following celebrity gossip except it affects how i spend my days for <laughs> my whole life <laughs> what else a uh, little story here that stirred some people up the netflix show love is blind which is like a hmm it's kind of like a bachelor style show, except there's 30 men and 30 women. Uh, and they like do a bunch of speed dates and then have to commit to get married to someone, but without ever seeing uh, the other the people they're talking to. Uh, they were trying to hire a wedding photographer uh, and not pay them any money uh, for the new season of the show. 
they just put out like a call for uh people who wanted to uh shoot five weddings for the exposure and uh the you know global community of wedding photographers who all of whom have been just devastated by covid and the lack of in-person weddings uh lost their minds uh, about this story <laughs> that they would wow. even be so bold as to off like suggest this that is very interesting Wild I, stuff. I, I missed that but um hmm. so the show itself is it would, they, would they be on the show no they would just be shooting photos for the weddings that are happening on the show i see uh but then you know this is like a pretty big show and so your photos would potentially be in like magazines and stuff uh but yeah, I and technically it's not like Netflix doing this. It's just the the production studio called Kinetic Content. Hmm. Um, so it's not Netflix. It's not like does not have a hand in this decision necessarily. Right. Uh, just whoever the producers are. But uh, that uh, you know raised some hackles for sure. Yeah, I could imagine. Uh, Live Leak shut down. That's a new one. Do you know about? I've never even heard of Live Leak before today. I feel like I'm not. Uh, I yeah, I had heard of it, but uh, not. Um... Never used it. Okay. We'll see if there's a Diaspora to PeerTube or one of the other YouTube competitors that, I don't know, don't <laughs> don't really matter. <laughs> 2006 to 2021. Yeah, they were they early. Did, uh, yeah, they were, they were pretty early. YouTube, what, well, was 2005? Uh, sounds right, yeah. So, it's too bad. And what a bold play, changing just like... Uh, redirecting the URL to your new your new startup, <laughs> uh, and there's having a link at the top to the letter explaining why you shut shut down the site. Wow. It is a yeah, it's a bold move. Hopefully, all those videos go somewhere and are not just lost. Well, maybe not all of them. Okay, never mind. <laughs> maybe some of them can can go away. Yeah. <laughs>